conversation Conversation Hi guys, welcome to episode number 39 of the greatest podcast you never knew you wanted to listen to, Conversation Vacant. And uh, yeah, nearly close to the big 4-0. So, well, we are close to the big 4-0. We've got what, one more to go. Uh, so uh, I hope you guys keep listening and we're going to keep doing this as, as much as possible. And yeah, hopefully they'll. we've got some good episodes in the bag. We've got some good episodes in the archives and hopefully we've got some good episodes ahead of us. So we've got a good episode ahead of us today. Uh, it's more of my conversation with my two friends, Tom and Claire, that uh, I hope uh, you enjoyed the last episode and I hope you enjoy this one. We uh, we transitioned from music to several other things, but mainly film, but uh, it's it's a good time with some good stories, so I hope you enjoy it. Um, going back to what I said last episode, if you're looking for masks, then head on over to pickletink.etsy.com, uh, P-I-C-K-L-E-T-I-N-K dot E-T-S-Y dot C-O-M and uh, have a look at the masks. They've got the back-to-school masks. They've got the uh, normal everyday masks. They've got some great designs there and I have a sneaking suspicion there might even be some Christmas ones coming along. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes out for those. And, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and, uh, yeah, enjoy. That's all I've got. Halo of Flies. That's a death metal band. Yeah, like but that's a, that's a track by Alice Cooper. Is it really? Yes, that's a direct rip-off. What about the Surf Wankers? That sounds like uh, Butthole Surfers, doesn't it? But what? a cover band. Cover band of the back. Speaking surfers. of cover bands, Stiff Richards. <laughs> Speaking of cover bands... <laughs> Let's not go into Cliff Richard. I did... Um, swiftly. No. I used to work in a venue... Um, uh, and we used to have cover bands in quite a lot. And some of the names of cover bands are brilliant. There's some yes, brilliant are, cover band names. Like Very clever ones as well. The punny ones are quite good. We had a Like Cooper, obviously. And uh, Guns and Oatcakes. <laughs> that was good. Chimp Biscuit. <laughs> Excellent. was a great one. Who, now, cover bands, I've seen Scottish Sex Pistols. The Scottish Sex Pistols. Who spat at us. Oh, nice. Yes, um, you do. And who else have I seen? The Scottish Saints. <laughs> That's going to be like just the worst thing ever. Yeah, can you imagine? Who else? Who have? Oh, the, more will come to me probably. There was a really good. There was a good, really good Rolling Stones um, cover band, wasn't there? Who were English? Who were playing? I can't remember their names. They were supposed to be quite good. High on was it? High on Maiden. We saw that we had those as well. High on Maiden. That yeah. was a good one. Good cover bands. Like them. Although I'm not a mad fan of Iron Maiden, really. Kiss the anus of a black cat. Excellent. Moving swiftly on. That's not an insult. It's a band name. <laughs> big fat, big fat pet clams from outer space. It's too long for a band name for me. That. Yeah. We've seen seen some really good Pink Floyd cover bands, haven't we? Well, twice. twice one in yeah. Eden Bridge and one in Devon. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Well, and and I and so I saw someone try and do a cover of comfortably numb mm. in a pub in selsey wow but and they didn't i mean they obviously that's really difficult to play the guitar to comfortably numb and they did a really good try at it mm. which was quite fun but mm. that, that the that band in um devon devon 
they actually did a really good version of Comfortably yeah. Numb, didn't they? We could hear them down the street. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, but the no, uh, oh, oh, and I think I saw a uh, early Pink Floyd covers band in um, not Stepney, uh, Bethnal Green, in a little little place in Bethnal Green. It was like one uh, Astronomy Domine or something like that. It was one of the, it was like a cover band from the the really early Floyd. Mm. I don't like Pink Floyd. What? I love Pink Floyd. I don't like Pink Floyd. It's got. It's, uh, it, it, it should be part of. It should be part of the canon of everyone who likes music that they like. What don't you like about them? I disagree. I just don't like them. It's just. You, you see, I would. I would argue long, that it's like Led Floyd, Zeppelin as well. I don't like Led Zeppelin. I'm not keen on Led Zeppelin, but I would so, argue that Pink Floyd are like a better version of the Beatles. That's quite an argument. That's quite an argument. But we don't like the Beatles. We don't like the Beatles. Well, you see, that's, you could say exactly the same thing about the Beatles you can about Pink mm. Floyd, is that everybody should like them. No, but I, un- I, I would never argue with anyone who, who, who said that the Beatles were influential and important, because I totally agree with that. I just don't like them. Well, exactly the same as me with Pink Floyd. You think they're influential and important? Well, they are. They're an important band in, in history, but I just don't like them. Like Led Zeppelin, they're an important band in history, and especially the history of rock music. I just don't like are them. Are they, though? Yes. Why? Because they are. Why? Like, Black Sabbath are an important band in rock history. No, no, Deep no. Deep no. Purple I, are an important see, band dis- in I disagree rock history. with Black Sabbath. And Led Zeppelin are not. Led Zeppelin are like what, a, you, were like a poor like blues band. No, I do like Black Sabbath, but I disagree that Black Sabbath are an important band in history. Ozzy Osbourne is important in history. No, Black Sabbath They're not are Black important. Sabbath. No, Black Sabbath are important. Because, because if it wasn't for Ozzy Osbourne, there wouldn't be a Black Sabbath. If, so. Yeah, but Black Sabbath were also awesome under Ronnie James Dio and... Um, it's it's nice. only Ozzy for me. And Ian Gillan. You see... You, see, you, you put any vocalist you in, can't in beat. Black Sabbath. Ozzy beat anyone. You, you put any good vocalist in Black Sabbath. I saw Ozzy live. He was great. Yeah. I've seen Ozzy live. I, you can't... But you can't have Ronnie James Dio fronting any band other than Dio. Yes, you can. He's no, you can't. You just can't. Did did he, did they sing Holy Diver? No. Then you can't have Ronnie James Dio fronting any band because, other than because Dio. Because things because Live Evil is a, just a classic live album. It's amazing. Heaven and Hell. Like what a great it song. Is, Heaven it is and great, Hell. But Aussie Aussie is Aussie. Yeah. I love that man. There we go. He's a legend. He is. Uh, Kinky Slinky Bad Haggis That looks like a good one Any of these Any of these Doing anything for you not, not, uh, Leave me cold To be honest Ian Okay Jesus Christ And the Nail Knockers <laughs> No That's, that, that reminds me Of a song by um, Oh <laughs> Who Who's Who Who uh, Who was that band The, the theatre band With the really Falsetto guy oh, On the Yeah Um who did the song Banging in the Nails? Can't remember. Oh, they were excellent as well, weren't they? They're like a ca- they're like a carnival band, aren't yeah. they? Come um, on, Ian, you'll know this. Yeah, who what are they? The- they're Sorry, like a theatre like a theatre band and they, 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 they um all their albums were like literally blasphemous. Um and they did a song called High Banging in the Freeze. Nails. Oh. It's three of them. Um and oh what are they called? Let's the find gu- out, the, shall the we? The guy, the lead singer is like a falsetto, isn't he? Mm. Uh, let's see. Hang on to... Look seconds. up Shock Here Peter stage play because they, they did that. Oh, God. Why can't I remember their name? Uh, there's some pretty good um, band names coming up soon. Oh, hang on a sec. 
They did excellent banging it. Uh, I keep saying banging it. They did a heroin, heroin, and cocaine as well, which is a great song. <laughs> Sounds like a great song. It is a great song. Oh. They're Tip- actually they're actually an amazing they're actually amazing songwriters. Typically, it's not coming to me. Typically, no, the me um, similar to the band we saw in North London. Yeah. As I say, Shockheaded Peter, they did the soundtrack to that on the stage play. Tiger Lilies? Yes. Tiger Lilies, yeah, excellent. Uh, the lead singer the lead singer li- lived on um, a Broadwick, Broadwick Market, is it? The, where all the prostitutes used to live. Oh, right. Used okay. to live in a flat up there. Yeah, Heroin yeah. and Cocaine. Yeah, excellent. Fairground, Crack of Doom. Yeah. Start of Fire. Crack of Doom. Yeah, Start of Fire is excellent as well. Um, Moving on. <laughs> Swiftly. Moving on. Uh, we had oh, I lost him. Half man, half biscuit. You know, half man, half biscuit. Right? My friend, my friend, and ex college lecturer was in a band called the Calvin Party, and now he's uh, um, JD Meatyard. Is he JD Meatyard? And he it frequently supports half man, half biscuit. See, because he's part of that. That's that. That's a northern Manchester kind yeah, of. Yeah, half like, man, half biscuit did an album called Voyage to the End of the Road. Which was a great album. Yeah, well, yeah, John has great been, album. is is their, literally their go-to support, I think. Um, I shit on your face. Excellent. Nope. That's like I spit on your grave, though, isn't it? It Probably. is, I suppose. I suppose everything's like something. Kathleen Turner Overdrive, I like that one. Yes, like Barkman Turner Overdrive, yeah. I like that one. Um, Another cover band. Yes, Oh, well, I'm not going to say that one's disgusting. <laughs> Evil Edna's Horror Toilet. What's that's that one more. like, Tom? That's childish, isn't it? That's childish. That. Okay. Say the bad one, Ian. No. Say it. Don't say it. Say it. Funeral Rape. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, it sounded like you thought it was going to be something else. I thought else. it was going to be worse than that. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. It was that band, I wasn't it, it was called Rape Man? Which I was, really? Yep. <laughs> there's obviously there's the the death metal band um, which I'm not going to say actually because I don't think we've ever said the c word. <laughs> no. uh, Does anyone say the c word on podcasts? Uh, possibly, mm. maybe. Depends how rock and roll they are. If we yeah. were doing a real rock and roll podcast, we should mention mm. it. Really, the Elvis diet, ass baboons of Venus. The, the, some of these are definitely sound made up. Amish Meth Lab. I like that one. That's a good one. That's got to be some kind of um, dance band, right? <laughs> yeah. I I I saw I saw performing and about. Uh, did I actually see them performing? I know that I met them. Uh, a band called Islamic Diggers, which are probably so far um, so far politically incorrect, and they just they they wore full Islamic gear. And rapped and swore on stage. Nice. Yeah. I once saw a T-shirt that said "Don't panic, I'm Islamic." <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I like that. I'm sure. I'm sure you're probably. I'm sure they've probably um, been outlawed now. The Islamic diggers. Um, also, lots of drug references in their songs. And then there's more. Colon on the cob. I like that one. <laughs> I love my shit zoo. <laughs> shit zoo or yeah. shit zoom. Shit zoo. As in the dog. As in the dog. I thought, or, or I thought, Ian, I thought Ian was talking about his love for zoom. his sound recorder. No, there. the his dog. Shit. shit zoom. Shit zoom. Or the the dog or the one with no animals in. A shit zoo. A shit zoo with no animals. Excellent. There you go. You know about zoos, don't you, Tom? 
Uh, I used to work at a zoo, yes. Did you? Tom, Which Tom zoo did you used to work at? I used to work at Chessington World of Adventures. Oh, nice. I'm going to a zoo tomorrow. Which zoo? We're going to stay all day. <laughs> um, Drusilla's. I'm going to Drusilla's tomorrow. There are other zoos out there. Like Chessington World of Adventures. Like Chessington World of Adventures. And other zoos, obviously. New Order. Well, that's not a funny band name. It's not, no. <laughs> Controversial. Dumpster Juice. Ario Speed, Ario Speed Dealer. <laughs> oh, I like this. Why have I never read this? I'm before? glad you're amusing yourself. Yeah. Well, I've got to because you got don't like seem to. Like a cup of tea, actually. We're not amused, really, are we? Are we amused? Um, it's a Monday. I'd rather go back to talking about bands, really. Okay. I suppose we are talking about bands. Let's talk about bands then. What bands would you like to talk about now? Um, I don't mind. It's up to you, Tom. You're the band master. Well, not really. Who was the first band you saw? The first band I saw. The first, probably, there are probably two, there are probably two or three bands I saw which were really, really, really bad. At our school, during lunch break, we had a Christian <laughs> rock band came in and we saw them. And of course, at school, everyone thinks that anything like that is amazing. And, what, and we thought they were it? amazing. It was amazing. No, it wasn't amazing at all, but everyone thought it was amazing. Because it's people, uh, Christian, on, people on Christ, stage. Let's face it, Christian rock bands are not a good thing. Were you moshing at the front? No, definitely no, not for a Christian get. rock band. But then there was a band which was two or th- which was a group of some of the year or a year above us. And they were actually really quite good. They did a lot of covers of Dire Straits songs, but they but they were actually quite good at it. So, But they're pro- maybe they're the first bands I would see. One of the first sort of serious like I've got to go and see them kind of bands was probably Motorhead that I went to on my own at about six, not 17 years old. Uh, yeah. Which was quite a hairy experience going to see Motorhead on your own. I think my first band was uh, Status Quo at Camber Sands. That's nothing to they be proud of. They classed as a band? No. Yeah. Status Quo, yeah. yeah. I saw I've sta- seen Status Quo. Though. I saw mm. Status Quo on my stag do. I've seen Status Quo. There yeah. we go. Look, there, like, yeah. we've all seen Status Quo. There you go. Quo. That's something we've all got in common. And my stag do at a race course mm. in Doncaster. Donny. Donny. Excellent. <laughs> I, um, my first band was on the 29th of February, 1996 at Sheffield Arena. I only know it was the 29th because it was the 29th and it was Pulp. Pulp? Nice. Mm, I never saw Pulp. It was, about, it was about five days after Jarvis Cocker got on stage with Michael Jackson. Excellent. Which and was he, hilarious. And he was mm. awesome. It was yeah. awesome. And he was supported by Edwin Collins. Right. Which was weird. And the Nicotines, which were a really good band. No, it wasn't Not the heard. Nicotines. It was Denim. Never heard of either of those. Denim was a good band. Yeah. And that was a cool. That was really good. I saw Papa Roach. That was the first gig I, I went to. I see Papa Roach, actually. They did. Oh, yeah. They were a good band. We mm-hmm. saw Limp Bizkit. Mm-hmm. And I saw Eminem. Yeah. He was awful. So I really mm. don't like any of the bands you're talking about now. I know, but you know. I've seen Britney. How I was she? really don't like She was great. <laughs> was she? she was really good. <laughs> oh dear. Not Re- so great now though. Well no, but yeah, she's Poor lost thing. she's lost a step. Um so who else did we see? Um Manix, they were good. Manix Street Preachers. Mm, really Sport, by I, I mean, I don't think I'd ever want to see them. Catatonia. Mm. Catatonia, they were good. Cast. Do you remember Cast? Not really. 
cast were fronted by John Power, who was the guitarist from The Lars. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've seen Remember Skin from Skunk and Nancy. Oh, no, she that's was really good. Now, that is a band I'd love to have seen, yeah. the Skunk and Nancy. She was so good. Love was Skunk so loud, and, and her voice was amazing. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Love. See, now we're getting a little bit later on in the 90s. Yes, it's it's I, I, I think I'd probably given up uh, listening to music by that stage. You see, you shouldn't have done because there were so many. Back when when the Blur Oasis thing like exploded and the Britpop scene really kicked in, like every week there was new bands. Mm. There were new bands coming out. You, I mean, like... The Brit, you're like, talking Britpop, Britpop, yeah. Crit- but like, like good guitar bands though, good good rock bands were coming out just really? because they were under the genre of Britpop. Give me some good rock bands from that era. Good bands from that era. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Long Pigs, Gene, um, um, Northern Uproar were a good band. Like menswear, I'm these not, these not familiar with any of. Them well, you wouldn't be because Gene, they all Gene are, Gene I quite liked. Actually. They all came out with like one album and then disappeared because because it was let's go and sign somebody. Mm. So they signed for, for one album. Sleeper, what a great mm. band Sleeper were. Echo Belly, mm, I sort of know that. Yeah, Dubstar. Do you remember Dubstar? I remember Dubstar. I've got a Dubstar album. They somewhere. were great. Yeah. Yeah. They were great. And Carter. Carter carried on through all that. Yeah. They we, got themselves we only, a drummer. and Yeah, we only really saw them early on, Carter. But Carter's Worry Bomb album's awesome. Yeah, you see, I, I stopped at 30-something or the one after that. But yeah, they, it's just so many great bands from the 90s. Like, I think there was more... I think there were more great bands. that were probably unknown, but great bands in the 90s than any other era. Yeah, like there's more great films in the 80s than any other era. Yeah, these are massive, obviously, clearly massive sweeping generalisations. But it's true. Shouldn't be like it's true. They shouldn't be put under the microscope of fact. Oh, we're going to do this one again. We'll do this one again. I think I've done this in an early early podcast. I For every great film you can name that wasn't in the 80s, I can name at least five that are better from the 80s. This is dead air. Yeah. You reckon? I reckon. I don't reckon. I know. Uh, uh, Citizen Kane. Right. Citizen Kane. Yeah. Okay. Back to the Future. <laughs> that's La- not better than Citizen yes, Kane. Yes, it is. Labyrinth. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Lost Boys. Stand Excellent By film. Me. Excellent film. Let's go with... Mm, just pick one out of the air. Cocoon. <laughs> better than Citizen Kane. No yes, way. I said it. Cocoon is better. Than t- Hello. Absolutely, absolutely no way. Uh, so, well, clearly, as this is not based in any kind of Terminator, any Excellent kind of film. like um, Aliens. Yeah. These are all of the same sort of genre as well, though. What? what? You can't say. You can't possibly say Terminator and Back to the Future. I've just got to let the cat out. Yeah, ter- of the same genre. That's huh? not a band. I've got to let the cat out. They're okay. both. Um, I would say that they're both science fiction. Right. All right. Okay. Ghostbusters. Uh, science fiction. It's not science fiction. Supernatural. Supernatural comedy. Yeah, it's still great. Still, still the best film ever made. It's not. The best film ever made. It totally is. Police Academy. <laughs> one, one through four. Yeah. Yeah. Anything with Steve Gutenberg in. Yeah. 
Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> Great film. Jabberwocky. E.T. E.T. See? All cracking films. All much better than Citizen Kane. You don't like Citizen Kane because people have told you it's a good film. No, I've seen Citizen Kane and really enjoyed it. It's garbage. It's not garbage. <laughs> it's a garbage film. Anyway, there's loads of great. There's loads of great films. Um, I'm not saying there aren't great films that weren't in the 80s, Tom. I'm saying that there are more. Be- there are more great films in the 80s than any other. There are. And there are. Def- there are definitely more great films that you have an emotional connection to in the 80s than Ooh. any other than any other time. But they are not great films. They are great. Films. They are not They're great classics. films. Yeah, the classics ish yeah i suppose but i mean if you watch someone like i would i mean if dan pearson's a poncy garden designer then um oh we're getting on to that are we then, then he's uh, hurt then oh, i don't know Ian, we got, he was hurt. like a wounded animal then clearly mark <laughs> commode is a poncy film he is critic yeah he yeah. is so i can't i can't quote him as on and his um long um diatribes some... on film this is um this is quite interesting because I don't think we've ever spoken about film critics, especially really? by name. Excellent. In fact, I don't think I could have named a film critic. Excellent. He's about the most famous film critic. Yeah, but I really don't like his style. It's just like a list form of. Of course, speaking. I was brought up with Barry Norman. There you go. There's a film critic. See, I know Barry Norman. Yeah. He. But yeah. Empire Strikes Back. I didn't like any Star Wars trilogy. Well, that's because you're What's stupid. What's the thing that you love? The thing. The thing. The thing you were watching a lot of. Oh, Blake Seven. Yeah. Now Tom's that's a proper science Blake fiction. Fan. Right. Yeah. But but once again, I think that that comes from uh, childhood. You see, it's what you watched when you were a child. Well, yeah. It's maybe. about an emotional connection. I mean, most people would say. Oh, are you Blake suggesting? Seven, that, you suggesting that I like all these films because I was because I was a child of the eighties? Yes. I disagree. <laughs> massively disagree because I've had this conversation with so many people who weren't children of the 80s no, but and aside from you because you like to be that um, <laughs> aside from you everybody's agreed really yeah it but is a science fact it's a science fact it is films a but better when they were in the it 80s. is a fact okay okay why are they I better I can't argue huh? with the fact why are they then, better like that. they're just better films aren't they what makes them better? Yeah, this yeah, this is well, what so makes anything. Is it the quality this of is the, the filming? Interest, this or? is the interesting. Yeah. This is the only interesting thing about your preposterous uh, <laughs> idea that eighties films are the best films ever made. The only interesting thing is is for us to try and drive down why they're the best films ever Pre- made. Why? Yeah. Have you watched any of them? Yeah, I've watched, probably watched all of the ones well, you mentioned. Well, there you go. I'll rest my case. I'm just interested to know no, what, what makes them. But I've watched because films because the eighties have have from a certain the, 60s. the 80s created a certain genre of a movie that was aimed at adults but also at children, which is a, a genre movie that never happened before and has never happened since. Well, so, that's arguable because a lot of the cartoons now are aimed at children but watched by adults. All the Disney stuff now is written for children, but watched by adults. Well, yes, but these these films were aimed aimed at adults, but watched by children. Then, right? But the, but there were so your Ghostbusters yeah. was a quote unquote child's film, or yeah. your Back to the Future was a kids' film, but it had adult 
to it had adult themes running through it. Yeah, but the so, but, but the strange so thing about that all was all ages that, could enjoy the movie. Yeah, but the strange thing about that was that Ghostbusters at the time was watched by children. Yeah, I watched it. Only recent, uh, only now is it watched by adults and children. I disagree. I've watched it since I was three years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is that's because you watched it initially. Then it wasn't it, like at the time it nostalgia. wasn't. It wasn't uh, nostalgia. Yeah. Right. You see, I, but you see, my point you being, see, I'm racking my brain. So, so, so we've got Don't Look Now, which is 70s. Um, we've got Walkabout. Deep End. We've got Deep End. We've got. Um, we've but got. But they're kind of like art art movies. Well, perhaps you? that's my problem. Yeah. yeah. You're too artsy-fartsy, Tom. Yeah, the quality of his films. What you're looking at... The Wicker Man, Man. I mean, uh, you know, an absolute classic. What you're looking at, the problem is, is you're looking at the quality of movie in in the direct terminology of quality. Yeah, yeah, because I would would clearly say that, that, that one movie by Fellini is better than any of those ones that you've mentioned. Like yes. eight and a half... Which is absolutely, yeah, which is, is just a great, which is, or any of the Godfather trilogy, and the thing, or, you know, except the, for Godfather three because that was shit. But but yeah, but there's so many other great films that aren't from the eighties, but they're they're uh, critically acclaimed films, not nostalgic films. Yes, but then the Rocky Horror Picture Show is a critically acclaimed film. It's not a critically acclaimed film. It was. It was acclaimed by the critics. They loved it. Just because it was a B movie and it began retro it, nostalgia, yeah, but it, but it's not it's not in the genre of of uh, like masterpieces of cinema by any stretch of the imagination. It's a musical. But, but I never said, I never said <laughs> there are more. So, I never so, said. So now the conversation's not qu- not going quite no, as no, no, swimmingly. No, 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 no. You, Tom, then, do you think you feel this way because you didn't have television until you were fifty-four? Seven. Oh, okay. I thought you were a bit older. Did you, you not? Have, did you not have television like before your film? That you did, maybe you didn't see them young enough. They weren't on. They weren't on television. No, did you None see them at the cinema? None of those were on television. They were all cinema. They'd have been all cinema. First. No, not all of them. Some of them, yeah, but not all of them. Mm. The majority of those are uh, cinema because we were. That was the. That was that period of time just, just before VHS. Tim Burton's wasn't it? first Batman film, nineteen eighties. Bill and Ted. <laughs> Can't tell me Citizen Kane is better than Bill and Ted. I can. Well, you can, but you'd be wrong. Have you seen Bill and I, I t- Ted? I tell you Have you what, ever seen Bill and Ted? But I tell you what, the, th- the, the <laughs> thing is, though, it's like it's like we're like we're like your. Like I have seen Bill and Ted. I'm sure I've seen Bill and Ted. But I would. But it's one of those things where you wouldn't have any of the films you're talking about if you didn't have something like Citizen Kane because of the, the some of the way that that is filmed influence directly it's like the it's like the beatles thing we go back to the beatles thing again like i i don't like the beatles but i realize how influential they were on contemporary music uh, they're just just one of the most important um bands for that reason all right I'll, I'll, all right i'll go with you on this one fair enough i'll go with you on this one but is is it not it, are people not then creating movies to outdo the original because what you're saying there is that the Beatles are incredibly influential and nobody's ever been better. That's that's your point, right? No, because you're no, saying Citizen saying Kane that... is one of the best films and nothing's ever topped it, or whatever film you've decided, no, well, no, because nothing's I, topped it. Because, because it's the same thing. I think the same thing with film is the same thing with the Beatles, and that is that it was groundbreaking, and Citizen Kane's groundbreaking, and the Beatles were groundbreaking. Yeah, and that is what's important about they, them. Yeah, but they were. But, but Bill and Ted's excellent adventure was not groundbreaking. Well, yeah. So you take you take the Beatles is Citizen Kane, right? 
you take late 1980s, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is, is, is pop will eat itself, <laughs> right? So you take them both and you tell me which one's better. No, yeah, no. What you're saying? No, because the, but we, it, it's semantics, isn't it? Because the better is like is just, that's like you're, like which is exactly what you're arguing with your film choices. It's better because you think it's better, well, yeah. and you love those films. Yes, but I'm which right. I'm not. Agree, I, I'm not agree. I'm not disagreeing with you that you love them. That you're very nostalgic, nostalgic for them, and that they're part of your cultural heritage. But they're not. But they don't stand up as Cultural great film. heritage. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Bill and Ted's a very northern movie. But no, because they are, they're part of what, that's, they're weirdly, they're part of what's made you. If you, yeah. if you look in, into the cultural history, like, like all the things that you watch, all the things you see have become who you are. You've become some, you've become a person as a direct result of watching those films. And, and they have an emotional, connection to you that a film from the 60s would never have a national connection to like you like home alone at christmas yeah yeah i mean you get that i don't get that no a lot of i i think it's a poor movie yeah but you, you but then but but then you, what you're saying then is that but then i think mary poppins is a great movie yeah see he's got a thing for mary poppins yeah but he's probably got a, have you got a thing for sound of music as well no hate sound of music mm. i just, just mary poppins. Um, but just but what you're saying then is that, like, take for instance, I don't know, um, Casablanca is a classic, right? Supposedly a classic. Yeah. But it's only a classic because I've been told it's a classic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but well, that see, doesn't make it a classic. No, but you see, Battleship Potemkin is a classic, but like, no one, no one would ever sit through and watch it. Well, yeah, exactly. But but you, just because you're told it's a classic doesn't make it a good film. It just means that it's a quote unquote classic. Yeah, but it but it kind of also makes it a good film because once again, like Battleship Potemkin is groundbreaking, right? So, so um, I mean, a lot of those films you're talking about were very similar. Like, like they were even in a genre. If you do watch Mark Mode deconstruct those, some of those films, some of them even follow exactly the same, exactly the same narrative structure. Like, so, like there, there's a coming of age film. It's the same story in there, mm. and every filmmaker since then has followed that same structure. So that makes that them really true. boring as well, doesn't it? No. What, that you're in fact just watching the same film again, just with a different cast in it? Well, no, not at all, because it's not a different cast. It's not just a different cast, is it? Even if it follows the same narrative structure, which most movies do. No, 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 no. The narrative structure of the... The, like the coming of age film is the children get together the children see death the children fall out with each other the children become uh, a bit go adults out of childhood soon, and become yeah. adults too soon Th- that structure is in every coming of age film so if you say I love every coming of age film you actually you, there's only one story that you want to hear yeah, but that that doesn't mean the films aren't good films, does it? You know, it's like every Disney film follows the same narrative structure, it's like, yeah, doesn't it's it? Like it starts off happy, something bad happens, all the characters are sad, happy ending. Yeah, that's all. That's Which, all well, Disney that's, is. That's every book and everything, everything you watch. But well, exactly. But, but, but these are more, even more tightly structured. If you, but my if, point yeah. being is that just because they follow the same narrative structure doesn't mean that. They can't be individually great films, because one one coming of age film, if that's what you want to go with, 
that is has been really well written, follows the same narrative structure, but is really well written, has really good characterization, can be much better than another one that's just a load of crap. But they're exactly the same movie, following exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, and 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 there's, uh, I mean, act, the acting and directing and all the other things yeah. have got a, a play a part in that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to argue that all the films from the '80s are terrible. But what I'm saying is that you, your definition of what was it, great? Yeah, is just is just your definition your great. of great. Okay, well, well and, and my definition of great is is as has always been levelled at me, a snobbish academic. Uh, uh, you know, um, oh, what would you what would you elitist. say? Yeah, elitist attitude towards culture. No, and that has been levelled at me with everything that I'm interested I in. I disagree with you, Tom. There, that's a bit harsh on yourself a little bit. I think it's quality, not quantity. Yeah, I think I think the problem that you're having with yourself a little bit <laughs> is that you're wrong. Psychology. You know you're wrong. Right, and yeah. I'm right. So the moving end. on. Seeing as we're like an hour in. Let's let's talk about. Can we have a cup of tea yet? Yeah, we can do if you want. Can we? Yeah. Excellent. Pause. Oh, hang on, I'm not paused. It's a song you haven't heard for ages, but realize it's such a great song. I think the perfect time to stop is always when we have a cup of tea. So, uh, yeah, so more from Tom and Claire uh, next time. I hope you enjoyed that one. I quite, I really enjoyed that one. It's a good chat. It's always nice to have a bit of a debate with somebody. And uh, Tom seems to be good to uh, somebody to have a good debate with. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, let's go for songs. Uh, for a song, I'm going to go for The Only Living Boy in New Cross by Carter. USM, so check that one out because it's a really great fun song to listen to and I really enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed that, guys, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Until next time. Until next time. No more conversation vacant. It's the end.